Hello and welcome to Arcade Couch, the best place to chill your friends and get your game guns each and every Monday. My name's John Blight and joining me on the couch this week, Ashley Hobley. Hey Don, I'm excited to be here and I'm I'm fine with yellow paint. I don't know what people's problem with yellow paint is. Also here, Kira Marchin, who looks yeah, well, okay I was kind of also. I was kind of glad that people took aim at yellow paint later in the week, and I don't get what the problem is. Like, come on, yellow paint is the game uh, that started it is Uncharted, right? Uncharted or no, 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 no. Um, Uncharted no, but like or Last this of week, us. the the it's in Final started. Fantasy VII. Oh, it's in, uh, Rebirth. Seven, Rebirth. Yeah. Yeah. it was yeah. in the demo, and then I'm pretty sure the guy tweeted out as a joke. Mm-hmm. Uh yellow paint virus hits Final Fantasy VII remake or Rebirth. But yes, apparently a lot of people don't like the yellow paint. Very weird um, to sometimes, you know, you, you go to sleep, you wake up, you check Twitter, and everyone's like, just going on. I'm upset about paint. this one thing that's yeah, and inconsequential. You're like, what? what has happened in the hours since I went to sleep? You know what I mean? Like, like, Jesus Christ. Anyway, yeah, yellow paint in video games is fine. Who cares? Yellow that. paint's there because gamers are dumb. Yeah, I mean, that is actually the answer. Yeah, 100%. Like, I don't... I think somebody tweeted out that they spent, like, 10 hours in Kingdom Hearts, like, trying to walk around, trying to find where to go next, up mm. to Sora's treehouse. They just couldn't find it. Because yeah, there was no yellow Sora, paint. If, yeah, if yellow paint was there, they would have been fine, so... So, yeah, bad game design, really. God, that first I island mean, in Kingdom I mean, yellow Hearts paint is one. a crutch. I guess you could consider it. But, yeah. I don't think it's, like, it is just part of gaming law, like, you know... What it's is like pushing what is a, extra jump, you know? Like, what is, <laughs> what is, what does a red barrel do? Yeah, yeah. You're gonna complain about there being red barrels in games? Life. Like, it's fucking like, why haven't gamers gone out there and complained about the fact that villains in games are consistently randomly leaving red barrels of fucking explosive yeah. matter? I don't all these all strange. these boxes filled with ammo, you know, yeah. <laughs> all over the place. I think, I think a shitty henchmen that are doing it, but you know. But even like even then, like you'd have surely the shitty henchman would have a less shitty henchman boss that'd be like, "Bro, this ain't it. This is bad. We shouldn't take cover by this highly combustible material that we have stored right here. We <laughs> in should in the middle of an alley, else. in the middle yeah. of a corridor, which seems like a very safe place to put this. There's got to be an OHNS rep for these henchmen, you know. I don't think there is. I mean, that's a cool idea for sure. What? <laughs> work. It's like that. Was that? The, work at safety, they, dude, going to different. Yeah, but oh, instead of, instead of, they did that for DC superheroes. Remember that one that, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Instead of a bar rescue, good. they should do hideout rescue. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be pretty funny, actually. Uh, this week on the show, not much to go over. We'll get to it in a minute. Stuff. I don't want to say it, things and get Ash too excited. Um, but quickly. Baldur's Gate 3, I don't think we said it last week, but so we've been streaming that on twitch.tv slash explosion network. Uh, e, the first part is up on YouTube. Second part will be up. Uh, I'll upload it this week. So like that, that's there if you want to catch up on the journey. Watch the first part if you want to hear Dylan's computer die constantly. Now I had to constantly. do a lot of, I had to do a lot of editing for that first one. The second one, not so much. I can't just cut the start, cut the end and then you know, upload it, save myself work. The first one, I had to fucking cut, like, 20-minute chunks out of several Well, months. yeah. <laughs> fucking it was just me standing there, computer. stealing stuff. From- it's nice yeah, that I mean, it, was, it was good. Yeah. I got to go back and see what bullshit you got up to while I wasn't there. So, I mean, that was something. So, <laughs> you know? But, yeah. So, 
yeah, check out uh, the Baldur's Gate stream, Twitch.tv <laughs> or YouTube if you don't want to watch live. But yeah, so they're going to be on YouTube. We're having fun playing that. Um, the What else was I going to say? Oh, yeah, if you're like, oh, man, I can't really, like, uh, can you set a schedule? Uh, no, no, not quite now. <laughs> but not yet. I would, I would say there. I'm going to put up a thing. I don't know where I'm going to hide it, but just ask me if I haven't figured out where to get it yet. Because I went on Twitch, right? And Like, before we streamed last week, I put in a couple days earlier that we were doing it on the weekend to the Twitch schedule thing. And then it has a button that's like, click to add your Google Calendar, and it wasn't working. And I Google uh, Twitch calendar not working, and there's threads of people on Reddit going, yeah, it's working, it doesn't work, it's broken, it's been broke for months, they won't fix it. Anyway, I fixed it. So I've got it working on mine. It's just <laughs> You that, fixed the- it for everybody or just... No, I fixed it for everybody. Like, because I figured out that the the code, the the link that it like creates when it um like goes to put it out is fucked. And like, if you just delete part of it, and then I fixed it. Anyway, I'm a god. Um, did you you let anybody else know? I was going to say, did you spread this information? No, but I might spread this information. Hey, I might just keep it myself. You know. (laughs) But yeah. So anyway, I fixed it. I'm a god. Um, what really happened is you are like the hundredth person. To have found this, probably, and just no the one ninety-nine people the before you yeah. all were like, didn't share it, didn't provide the answer. Yeah. So, yeah. because one of the most recent friends was only a couple months ago on Reddit. People, people are like, man, it's been years. They still haven't fixed this. I'm like, guys, it's fine. Just delete this part and it's fine. Right, fix it. Well, anyway, so put you... a post up on exposing network. <laughs> <Yeah>. traffic. <laughs> True. Uh, it's not a bad idea. Um, but yeah, so that's up there. So then if I if I share that, mate, I'll do the article, I'll share ours. And then if you subscribe to that on your Google Calendar, if you use Google Calendar, which most people do. I mean, I have an iPhone and I still use Google Calendar. So um, yeah, subscribe to the Twitch calendar via that. And then you'll 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 know if we add something to the Twitch schedule, it'll show up. So that would be my hot tip for everyone there. Um, or just tweet at Viva Liddell every day, asking if we're going to stream. Well, you can if you want. I mean... I might just reply no, like very really, just abruptly. Just no. <laughs> I'm not trying to say I'm mean, but no. Currently, no. Let's start with the first news story. Press Start writes, Microsoft will be sharing its vision for the future of Xbox next week, which is this week, which may be this week, but who knows? They haven't got a date. Anyway, the article, Kieran writes, hot off the back of the still growing rumors that Xbox is planning to bring some of its catalog of exclusive games to competing platforms, head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, has revealed that a quote-unquote business update event is scheduled for next week, where the company will be sharing details of what's next in the brand's future. We don't have the date or time yet for what this quote-unquote event is going to occur with Spencer's message on social media simply reading quote, we're listening and we hear you. We've been planning a business update event for next week where we look forward to sharing more details with you about our vision for the future of xbox stay tuned end quote naturally many have assumed that this is in direct reaction to the claims that the likes of starfield indiana jones and the great circle hi-fi rush and many more will be going multi-platform at some stage in the future in the last day or so those claims uh or so those claims have grown as more quote-unquote insiders share which games they believe are headed to more platforms than just xbox and pc those titles include the above as well as games like hellblade 2 pentiment grounded uh the gears of war series and more though we obviously don't know how accurate any of these titles are me and ash talked about the first part of this or the second part even which is that 
the games like Indiana Jones and all that sort of league. Uh, when we recorded Platinum Explosion, uh, old mate Phil hadn't done his weird tweet. And I say weird because it's very obvious that they did not plan to do any sort of They didn't thing. expect this news to break. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's like no social media. There's no like graphic or, you know, like anything. It's just like, I would, we definitely were planning something for next week, guys. Stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. So um, before any of that, so that's very funny. So before we get into what we think this event will be or, or whatever, um, Kieran, we've discussed it. You came on before we started recording today. You jump into the recording session. I'm already here. Your first thing is, can we just start before Ash gets here? You've got some fears. Why do you reckon you have fears? Like- <laughs> um, How's your week been as the uh, Xbox fan? The thing is, I don't... I guess I, my could, could, Are you in the group who's ready to like throw your Xbox out the no, door? Sue no. them for ruining the... F- because no, it's a fucking stupid take. You're not about to become an Atari fanboy, yeah. you know? No, no. like it, it's 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 these people that just haven't. There's so many. Like I think so many takes in this are so fucking stupid. Um, and a lot of it do even you know certain takes I've seen Ashley make are fucking stupid. Um, Ashley's like I, I don't make stupid takes. What are you talking about? I don't know like, what you're about. It's, uh, like. I, I think the big thing is, it's been said, and I think this comment was made on this very podcast when we were talking about Xbox when they launched the Series X and the Series S, that Microsoft were no longer looking at their consoles like consoles, they were looking at them like they were a PC. And their viewpoint was, as long as it runs on everything, then who gives a fuck? Cool. Play it on everything. Play it wherever you want. Like, uh, Ashley, what what model PC do you have? Or laptop or whatever? What model? I don't know. He lifts up his entire thing. (laughs) Right? Say you've got an Acer, right? What Acer-specific games can you play on your PC? There aren't Acer-specific games, right? Exactly, right? Because it's a PC, and no matter what PC you buy, no matter what PC you get, you're only limited by the specifications of your computer to what PC games you can play. You can just play anything. Like Steam mm-hmm. is just everything there. As long as you've got a computer, you're good. You can use it. Let's not talk about people in the dark place that is Mac. But like PC users, like PC users, you're fair game. And Microsoft are now looking at their console like it's a fucking PC. And they they talked about this. They talked about this when they first. So it doesn't surprise me when they're like, yeah, we, you know, when the possibility comes about them putting their exclusives elsewhere and sure not making them exclusives anymore but like the exclusivity the, the exclusivity factor is if you buy an xbox you can get game pass i would be a bit i'd be a bit more questionable if they were like we're gonna put game pass on switch and we're gonna put it on playstation that's fucking dumb like that i'd be like i if you're gonna put it on other consoles because look at them they're gonna be like okay you can come to xbox Buy Game Pass, and that's all you need to get any of our first-party games, and you'll always have it. I mean, we, if were, you we want were talking play, about we were talking about Game Pass coming to Switch, like we were at one point, yeah. And how now that I've thought about it in this context, I think this is much better. Where you're going, okay, you're not going to play it on our console, you're not going to play it with us. That's fine, but you're going to have to pay full price for it. You're going to have to pay what Xbox users aren't paying to be able to play it on your console. And that's fucking, like, to me, I don't see, like, I just, there was all these tweets from PlayStation fanboys laughing at Xbox, and I'm like, 
motherfuckers, isn't this what you guys wanted? When when Indiana Jones was announced as potentially a Microsoft exclusive, everybody was fucking losing their minds about it. And now you could potentially get it on your console. It's the same with the Bethesda purchase. You know, sure, Xbox fanboys did it to us. Like, Xbox fanboys did it. We're like, ha-ha, we've got it. We're going to be exclusive. Whatever. I get that. I don't agree with that side of like consoles. Uh I don't think I don't know if you went ha ha, but I don't think I was ever like it's amusing or anything. I was happy that it's exclusive, but I guess in this landscape, we've already seen today, like this week, Helldivers 2 is a much bigger property than it would have been, thanks to the fact that it launched on Steam alongside launching on PlayStation. Like there is positives overall to releasing your games and your content across the board. Like Sure, it will. It affects console hardware purchasing because you no longer, like you, 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 you no longer have a, a specific reason why it's like you have to buy an Xbox if you want to play this. Like we have with PlayStation, you have to buy a PlayStation if you want to play God of War, if you want to play Uncharted. You know, it's getting better now that PCs coming about, and but you know, Sony takes. Tends to be what six to twelve months after a launch, sometimes longer. You know, in case of Bloodborne and stuff, which people have been begging for for a long period of time, to play it elsewhere away from their consoles. And I, I just think, sure, as an Xbox, as an Xbox supporter, Microsoft supporter, sure, you're taking it out of, you're taking this whole console wars thing out of the system a little bit. You're taking no longer this competition. But overall, it should be a positive, right? Like, you know, PlayStation and Sony fans were worried that they weren't going to play Elder Scrolls on their console. If this is the case and Microsoft is opening up to it, you no longer should have that worry, right? Like, you should no longer have that worry. You should no longer be stressing over having to buy another console because you've just got your PlayStation and you can just buy it and play everything. Like, it's... Sure, you'd have to pay full price for the games and you're not going to get it on Game Pass, but it still leaves that opportunity there. It still gives players the opportunity to play where you want. And that's been Microsoft's messaging for fucking ages, right? Like, play where you want to play. And, at the you know, for a period of time, for, so far, that has, of course, been focused on Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S. Um, cloud gaming, PC gaming. Like, uh, it's just opening up that branding to... It's just opening up that branding to include, incorporate PlayStation and Nintendo Switch. Um, And I think... It, it, it sucks once again, and this has happened so much time and so consistently, to the point where I think as a community or even as a as a developer as a studio as a publisher in this in this community where it, it, it's almost like how do the fuck do they how do how does anybody ever get an opportunity to communicate what their plan is and what their idea is themselves and not have to do it because of leaks I think we are in a point where so many things leak and developers and studios and publishers do not get an opportunity to use their own branding and use their own messaging for it that 
it's it's never going to go well. We're always going to have this week or two weeks or three weeks or however long the time period is of the fucking internet molding and going off its head because it's only got part of the messaging or it's only got bits and pieces of the information. You know, I thought it was fucking nuts when all of a sudden it felt like random news outlets were all of a sudden like, oh, we've got somebody that said Halo's going to be doing it. We've got somebody that says Gears of War. And you're like, fucking chill the fuck out, everybody. Like, chill the fuck out and let Xbox fucking do it. Do you have thoughts, Ash? <laughs> <laughs> Where do I start? <laughs> Where do I jump off from that? On the leaks, it, it isn't... Ne- I don't know. I wouldn't classify it as a leak because it is sources within Microsoft or Xbox talking to outlets for whatever it, their interpret their reasons are. Do you know? That's still classified as a leak, right? I don't know. I guess. I mean, on a technical scale, but within like, like in the. It's a like, morally yeah. better. <laughs> like this, like if, like games is obviously a newer medium, but like stuff, like insiders leaking stuff about. Movie so like they is, stole the information. Yeah, or, is, is, is a common, unfortunately, but common but accepted thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, as I've said over on Plat- Platinum Explosion, it's a good financial move. You know, uh, you know, you've got all these uh, gamers who don't own an Xbox that you're going to be able to sell these games to, that will now buy these games. Uh, you know, infinite growth in the third party market i guess well i guess they've always had minecraft so uh technically that's been a third party game um yes it's funny as a playstation person seeing xbox just kind of give up the exclusive game um but they've always been on the loot they have been since the 360 on the losing side of the console war and this is kind of them just conceding that they're not really interested in playing the console war game anymore. Like selling Xbox X series X's and S's isn't their priority. It's getting subscribers to game pass and selling their games. And the more people who actually play their games are more likely to go and buy an Xbox X or X and get game pass or get it on their PC, you know, because from a value proposition it is still the best deal even though they must be scraping for money now because they need to start selling their games to PlayStation and Switch owners. Uh, they, need that ex- they need that extra money to justify the running of Game Pass going forward. Uh, but also, also, do we really expect gamers to wait until these games come to PlayStation? How many, what percentage of people are actually going to wait? Some people don't have it, like, have to wait. Mm. The gaming community has the biggest amount of FOMO. The uh, most want to play the game as soon as possible. How many people bought the the collector's edition or whatever of Suicide Squad so they could play it three days early? It's like... <laughs> I don't think the numbers for on PlayStation or Switch are going to be super impressive. Um, but, you know, once I you think, take... No, I think... Once you take the genome bottle, you can't right? put it back in. Like, they have to... Like, I think it... it, it I think... Will. I think it'll be maybe at the beginning, but, but as time goes on, depending on the, how long the wait is as well. Uh, right. It, it, what do you think is right? Say if there is 
however X amount of people that have only ever bought one console, do you Most think people. more of those people bought just a PlayStation or just an Xbox? What country? Like, <laughs> I'm talking just... Everybody, but everywhere but America, it's PlayStation. Yeah. Like, I just think it's as a generalization, right? As, I guess, the whole world looking at it from a global scale, I think you would say that's PlayStation. Yeah. So yeah. if PlayStation have the market share of that, sure, these games aren't going to... Some of these games aren't ever going to be good enough or large enough to specifically sell a console for somebody to be like, fuck, I want to play that game. I'm going to go buy a console for it. But if that game turns up on their console already and they just have to pay the 80 90 $100, they'll do it. Like it's it's like it's easier for them. It's streamlining it for them. Hmm. It's no longer putting a you know a six seven hundred eight hundred dollar purchase in front of them before they can play the game. Yeah, but it's just a time thing. But how do we? But how do we know what the time is going to be? We will. No, 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 just like time in general. Like you're playing. You've got bringing all these old games out. But then you've got all the new games coming out and all the PlayStation games. You know, it's it's just creating more competition. So the, I don't yeah. understand. I don't understand them wallet. doing things like Gears of War and stuff like that, or the old Halo games and stuff. I don't understand unless you're it's doing it money, prior to money. a new one coming out. Well, it's just free money, though, right? Like it is just also, free money. They're bored. it's free money, <laughs> sure. But there's got to be there's got to be some. Unless they're sell- of- do you reckon they're sell- they're selling those all at full price? Yeah. The, all the Gears games, 90 bucks do, a piece. Yeah. No, no, no. I think be, they put them in a collection. A trilogy or whatever, yeah. <laughs> There'll be a trilogy where you get all three. Is there five at this point? Yeah, but uh, they do like... Three of the original... The... Okay, yeah, there is five. But they're two sure. trilogies. Yeah. They'll do... Oh, so yeah. you're going to announce six soon is what you're thinking? I would think they would hold off until they announce the new game to release those on the console. Hmm. I would do it as like part and parcel of, hey, new one's coming. But today, you can go ahead and buy this on your console of choice. Look, I've had a week to think about this, and I've decided I don't care, right? People <laughs> could have more access to games. Who really gives a fuck? I'm going to ask the hard question. If okay. Halo comes to PlayStation, for example, or Gears, or whatever, can I earn trophies? Yeah. Well, you'd th- assume they just bought over you'd the so. achievements, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah okay. exactly. All right, I have no problems then. And they're so like, no, there's going to be no platinum trophy. They're you like, have to you sign in with your Xbox account you and you'll Xbox earn account, Xbox yeah, achievements. Yeah. At that stage, I'm out. This is bullshit and we should go and strike. Like, we should go out. <laughs> we like, should burn Xboxes that yeah, we don't we own. We should burn Xbox to the fucking ground at that point, I think. <laughs> that's when I'm I'm ready to fight, you know? Ready to bear arms. What do you reckon they're going to do at the event? How, um, like, sort of scrape Drake together, Drake and a BS? Um,. It's going to look like a stand play. It's just Phil Spencer in front of a black screen. I think uh, does it? He'll take a be- deep breath and go. So, being a week, it'll be it like a YouTube profology video. He'll bring out a ukulele. Yeah. Oh God! Does it need to be anything more than that, though? Like, I don't yeah, think it needs really. to be a state of play or a di- like a. No, no, no. I, 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 I just, just needs to be. I feel a, like at this stage it, it needs to be as like open and honest and like forefront of just all, answering all the questions it, as possible. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they they need to break because of the action of the audience. They mm. kind of need to break down the reasoning behind this decision. Yeah, that's which is odd because that's what people want to know. People are like, I get what you're saying. You don't need to explain what you're doing. 
we get that. We've heard those leaks. We get what apparently is happening. But why is what I feel like the yeah. Xbox... Because the thing is, right, so we're not hardcore Xbox. No one here, even Kieran's not a hardcore Xbox fan. No. But no. the people who are most pissed off are the hardcore Xbox fans. And I would say this is one of those times where you sort of need to dedicate at least two minutes to speaking to those people to explain why you're doing this. I don't want to like say beg for them to keep your business, but like I, I get it. Like if the, if you, I I think you should try to like yeah. From from a very cynical point of view, what are those people going to do? Nothing. It doesn't really matter. That, but that's like the thing, right? Like, I, I don't what, think they're going to give up their online presence. Yeah, maybe. They're gonna like. Are those people going <laughs> they're gonna to stop being streamers? Are they gonna sell their Xboxes and go buy Playstations? Like no, they don't. They don't Microsoft they're just gonna cry on like, the internet. But I, 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 I don't think it would be a bad choice to just do like a like to not speak say then, but like or call people out. But like if you're gonna explain clearly why as a business we thought this was a good decision, you're sort of speaking to those people. That's the number one question they you, want answered. You are, but I think we have. <sighs> it's so weird that Xbox and Sony, especially in terms of the console wars, the fans of those treat those companies the same way Ashley and me say, or people that follow a sports team treat those sports teams. Mm -hmm. And that's to me is fucking weird. That's just fucking strange. They're fucking... A bunch of Roman Reigns fans is what it is. <laughs> like it is, it is. It's the same people that fucking. Uh, well, that's a sport at least. Like I understand when it comes to supporting a team for sport because you, you feel invested. You're part of the team. Whatever. That isn't the case that's what, with but these. That's, but, but that's how they feel. That's it? how they feel. They make an investment into this yeah. this yeah. company. But why is it like okay? They spend you, a, they spend well, five hundred dollars on a console. Yeah. And why do people get more invested in like? I get it. Like, here's the thing. I I, I don't want to say I'm justifying this because it, it doesn't, it's not actually the same. But you buying into a company and buying their product is nowhere near the same as uh, supporting a bunch of people playing for a team. However, I get psychologically how people get there because people yeah. get their vibe in sport by investing their time and money into a sport team. And they've got there the same via this by investing their time and money into a product. But at the end of the day, it is simply a product and a company and it's not a sport team. But that's no, how they like get it's there. not. It's not like uh, like I guess supporting a sports team, you're riding the highs and lows with that sport team of winning and losing games and getting championships and mm. and and that kind of process, right? Like, fuck, it doesn't like for a console. Like, if if uh, if Xbox wins a generation, what does that even mean? Like, it doesn't mean anything. Like, there's no a trophy. Jeff Keighley gives it to him. I don't know. Like, like it just it doesn't mean anything it doesn't like yeah there's game awards every single year there's lots of trophies not for the consoles there's not best console award there was at one stage (laughs) (laughs) but there isn't now like there's no there's no but there's game of the year which is still you know but tied why why the the thing is right why has like pc like it, it just it. I know so many people bag on BC because of how hard it is to get into, or fucking updating drivers, or whatever. Greg Miller, expensive. but like, or it's expensive and whatever. But as a community, Steam is honestly like the go-to place. Sure, people get fucking pissed off about Epic having stuff only on Epic, and they get pissed off with only on Xbox. Sure, whatever. But the majority of games are available on Steam. 
And it doesn't matter what you buy to gain access into it. You can still get access to Steam for free. Like, you don't have to... You can buy the games on Steam. But, like, you have to buy them, sure. But Steam is a free software. You're not having to pay anything to get into it. You just got to have a capable... Yeah, you just need to buy a capable PC. No, because you could buy a potato, and, like, a potato with a PC, and you could run Steam on it. You run Steam on it. You can't run the games by it. You can't run the game, sure, but that's not that's that is the developers though. Not but the Dylan, not, Kieran. I can go down to the store without an Xbox and buy. Well, I could buy an Xbox game. I don't yeah, have an Xbox to play it. I would own it. it. But you can't play but it. But I you couldn't play use... the game on a potato. No, but like so, at least <laughs> if you have a potato, it gives you access to fucking buy the. It gives you access to buy the thing. And I'm saying I've already got access. It's called the JB Hi-Fi or any of games. No, you don't have access because all you're getting is a fucking physical disc you can't do shit with. But I can't do shit with the Steam if I got the potato. Yes, you can because eventually you can save up and just upgrade your potato. Oh, no, no, actually, no. Or no, I no. can buy the Xbox. Save up no. my Xbox. No, actually, no, no. All right, let's change it. A potato will run the game on low graphics. I, no, I there's do- no guarantee. I know. Well, fuck off no guarantee. Like, there We're is playing like, Cyberpunk think... 2077. I'm going to play it on my potato. But my, like, my PC from 2001. Nah. No, no. But that's not, not at least it's not brand specific, right? You're not having to buy a singular <laughs> brand's thing to be able to play your game. You can go play. out and buy. I brought a 299 Chromebook and it does not play The Witcher 3. This is bullshit. But yeah. I bet you could run Witcher 3 on a 299 Chromebook. I bet you can't. You want to bet 299? actually you know what you probably could cloud gaming in australia that's not running with this economy i I could 100 (laughs) percent. yes in tasmania get good internet idiots like it sounds like another cost that i need to pay for yeah but uh, i guess it's it's i'm not articulating my point very well at all here but it's fine (laughs) Um, like it's not a you have to pay this individual company money to get a thing to to as a barrier for entry into it. You can go and grab whatever PC you want. You can grab whatever PC parts you want. Sure, you have to pick AMD or Intel generally for your CPU and go from there. But still, yeah. and they happen to be. Don't pay one company. Just pay multiple companies. But it, no matter what you what area you're in, people love everything. Just gets turned into uh, sports, right? Yeah. AMD versus it's, Intel. People pick sides. AMD versus just how Nvidia, we were. People pick sides. It's in politics. It's in yep. sports. It's but in it just, brands. It, it, it's in it, phones. It is, it's as everything. an ideal, it's just how we uh, act as a culture. I guess you know. As I, okay, mm-hmm. it's it Angelina Jolie or Jennifer Aniston. You know, mm-hmm. it just makes no sense to me because then at the same time, <laughs> if <laughs> there is also at the same time, shouldn't it be then? Microsoft buying up all the studio shouldn't that be then celebrated because that's Microsoft winning? It is by Microsoft by Xbox. It was yeah. by oh, okay, Xbox sure. fans. All right. yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. And then, and then it was fans were like, "Boo, we, yeah. boo, you suck." Yeah, and Xbox fans were like, "We winning. We've got more players." <laughs> <laughs> no, all right, no, 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 that's fair. It's illegal. Yeah, it's it's against the, financial fair play. And then whenever okay. stuff happens, they're like, "Xbox fired nearly two thousand people." Xbox fans go, "Sorry, what was that?" No, I didn't hear. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What was that? Oh yeah, great. One of our players uh, was in a bar fight. No, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. What? What? They said what? Um, yeah, no, I don't. 
I okay for me personally, then I do not understand that culture for companies and stuff like that. I find it fucking stupid. I don't understand it either. But I'm saying I I I understand from a psychological point that that's how humans are, and this yes. is just how it works. Yeah, it's dumb, but I get <laughs> I get it that that's what humans do. They love to do yeah. that shit. They like to be part of a bigger thing, you know. Mm. Whatever so. reason. So, yeah. Um, all right. Uh fucking that was half an hour on that. Yeah, um, I guess we'll wait and see what happens this week. Yeah, see what happens this week. Whenever they actually announce that. I'll... You know, maybe the rock comes out and they decide they're keeping everything <sighs> exclusive. Oh. <laughs> oh. He slaps Phil Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> You're not putting him on the PlayStation. <laughs> it doesn't matter how much money you want. Such a fucking look off your face. <laughs> Polygon writes Disney invests 1.5 billion in Fortnite maker Epic Games the Walt Disney Company investing 1.5 billion in Fortnite and Unreal Engine maker Epic Games the two companies announced Wednesday together they'll build a quote an all new games and entertainment universe that will further expand the reach of beloved Disney stories and experiences in quote the partnership is awaiting regulatory approval but something is expected soonish quote the Walt Disney Company and Epic Games will collaborate on an all-new games and entertainment universe that will further expand the reach of beloved Disney stories and experiences. Uh, Disney will also invest uh, $1.5 billion to acquire an equity stake in Epic Games alongside the multi-year project, end quote. Details on Disney and Epic Games' quote-unquote persistent universe, which is described as being a, quote, world-class games experience and interoperating inter- inter- with Fortnite, End quote, a scarce, except for it'll be a place dedicated to all things Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and Avatar. The announcement also noted that it would be a place where people can, quote, play, watch, watch, shop, and engage with content, characters, and stories, end quote, from those Disney franchises. What do we think about this one, Ashley? Finally, Disney Infinity 4.0 coming just, everywhere. You just said your tweet as a joke yeah. on the podcast, okay? Don't reuse yep. content. No, I just need to get more. <laughs> Ash does it all the time. More Ash, ears. I swear, Ash a test uses test Twitter. Waters, you know. Ash uses Twitter as like a testing ground for his podcast. Piece. Yeah, I see no backlash, so it's safe to use on the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Like a big, bold move to like, especially invest heavily. What uh, Wikipedia says they bought 10% of Epic. Um, so, uh, yeah. It's kind of crazy. Like, uh, it makes sense. Fortnite's the biggest thing out there. Disney's the biggest property out there. Why not merge the two in some sort of weird, uh, non-violent fashion <laughs> that more children can get invested in and then take all their money from their parents? Buy like, them D-Bucks. Buy them D-Bucks so you can buy the v- different variations of Lightning McQueen. Damn right. I'll be very upset if there's not a piston cup mode where you're just racing cars from cars. Look, it, it's it's Disney have looked at Fortnite and have just gone, we want that. Make us that, but with all of our Disney IPs. And they say, you know what? Fuck it. Not make it, but just fucking buy it. Yeah. Just, <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Why would we bother making it? Yeah. I think it's a combination of that and like there has been success around I don't. What's that game? The Dreamlight Valley or whatever the Dream Kingdom yeah, Valley is that Valley. it? Yeah, like there. Obviously, there's been some success there. So they're like, okay, 
let's also then work with Fortnite and with Epic Games, the people that have probably, at least in the last 20 years of the industry, maybe in general in this industry, have done the best job of commercializing their product. Mm. Of, of IPs, yeah. Yeah, of IPs, of like making big IPs from various different like genres and different places in the world come together in their one thing, you know? Fucking, you could drop in at fucking, fucking Tomato Town as Master Chief and Kratos, side by side, high-fiving, and you go, what the fuck? How, like, how, how does that happen? Where does that come from? And you go, oh, that's right, Xbox no longer make exclusive games. Um, but... <laughs> 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 um, I mean, to be fair, PlayStation broke the exclusivity first with the MLB games. So that's fair. That is, you know, what? good on you, PlayStation. There you go. Um, but yeah, I, I just think Disney have seen dollar signs, and uh, you know, the same way. I don't think it lasts as long as I think it has the same similar lifespan to Disney Infinity. Like, I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think it's going to have the longevity of Fortnite. And it just, it very much depends on what it is, how much upkeep it's going to have, how regularly new content's going to be, you know, what, like, what actually is it? Um, I've seen people theorizing it's going to be different worlds set in each of the different uh, IPs that they've got. There's going to be an ESPN world in which you can play different sports or bullshit like that uh which i think is a crazy notion um but yeah i mean you know disney infinity did solid but it had always had that barrier of entry of you need to buy all these toys or figurines if it's just going to be fortnite and it's there and you maybe have to drop however much d bucks <laughs> to buy uh some stuff you know it's like I was reminded the other okay. day that, that Lego Dimensions game existed. I was like, holy fuck. I, I mean, Fortnite already has a Lego mode. They do, uh, they do now. Yeah. You know, all they you know, they could just go out and like all they need to do is find their code for when they had the Avengers tie in with the Thanos thing, or when they had all the Spider Man in Fortnite, you know. Just redo that again. There we go. Done. Stick a Disney label on it. <laughs> Let the I, money roll in. What do we actually think it's going to be, though? Like, is it just like Fortnite? But it's going to be a sandbox. I don't think it'll have like the competitive competitive elements for Fortnite's, but it's just going to be a map. I reckon it's just a map, like the Fortnite Island, that is going to have um different possibilities. Like, it's like the Disney Infinity mode, right, where you could just go and fuck around and do whatever you want, and like. Mm. There'll be little quests and storylines for you to play through in the world and, and different events. And, um, you know, Eminem will show up randomly. Um, Eminem will show up. Randomly. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's yep. going to be Kingdom Hearts when you beat the story. Yes. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts will never exist in the same fashion ever again because of this. All right. Or well, is that, this actually part of the Kingdom Hearts? Kingdom Hearts 4, that was teased at the end of Kingdom Hearts 3. Same art style, you know? <laughs> Not against it. <laughs> All right, um, moving on. A couple of shout-outs. 
of things that published this week. So I got a, a preview up for Penny's Big Breakaway. Um, this is a deep throwback sort of game. It's from a bunch of the people that made Sonic CD and stuff like that. Um, Australian dude from that com- uh, company. Um, Christian Whitehead. Uh, most famous for basically pushing Sega into letting him do a remake of Sonic CD back in the day. Um, he used to show, he actually had a funny interview on Good Game back in the day. Um, like, I mean, like season one or two. Uh, the, it's deep. Like, it's just, it's like very basic, but it's about speed. It's, it's, you can slow it down and play it at your own pace if you want, but it's very much a game that's like, just play through the levels as fast as fuck. Um, he plays his character, Penny. She's got a uh, yo-yo. Uh, you can flick the yo-yo around with the right analog stick, uh, which is how it's designed to play. You can use a trigger if you want, but that's like alternate control system. But everything is yo-yo. So double double flick it. She'll like throw the yo-yo forward and you dash dash forward. Uh, the yo-yo can grab uh, grab onto uh, guardrails and grind down those. The yo-yo can grab onto th- uh, things that you spin on poles. The yo-yo uh, can spin around in a, a circle and make you spin like fucking Crash Bandicoot. The yo-yo does everything. The yo-yo is a lot. I feel like Ash wants to make a funny comment. I mean, Dylan, for all the young people listening, what's a yo-yo? I mean, the fact that you're... Hold on. Do I is that is that something you believe? Like people don't know what yo-yos are. I reckon maybe some people have missed it when it comes back into fashion. So there's a chance that they might not know what nobody yo-yo is. That'd be crazy if people don't know what yo-yo is. You know what? I actually think there is a good chance, yeah, hundred percent that they don't know what a yo-yo is. That's wild. Anyway, yeah, yo yo is a it's a, a kids are glued toy. to iPads nowadays, you know? True. It's a circular toy on a piece of string, I guess. And <laughs> You throw it down yeah. and then accurate. It, it if any of those youngins you are correctly. listening to this podcast, <laughs> go away. <laughs> Come back once you're older and you know what a yo-yo is. Yeah, so a bit weird. Uh, it's it's pretty fun. I, it's definitely got a target. I feel like the audience is either going to be kids or people who are looking for this sort of throwback game. It's not going to hit. I, this isn't like something setting out to to you know a please to the the larger Mario sort of fan base or even Sonic or whatever. It's like. It knows its audience, and the kids, I think, could appreciate the simplistic nature of it and everything. Uh, if you don't want to race through it, although the thing is, this is one of those games where it's sort of, one of my complaints is, it has a timer no matter what, and there are, like, optional side quests, you sort of, like, and so by side quests, I mean, you're like, you'll stop next to a character, and they'll be like, oh, I've lost three insert random objects, and then you can look for them during the level to, like, complete that and whatever, and there's some secrets to find and shit like that if you want, but the game just feels so heavily built around, like, just fucking blast through it, and there's a timer constantly running at, at the top of the the top of the screen that just makes you feel like you should be going faster and when you slow down to look for things you're like but there's a fucking timer like um you, you unlock a time attack mode after you beat a level but the story mode i feel like should just not have the time right because it's sort of antithetical but um one of the there's at the end of the first world there was no boss i thought i was like I wonder how this game will do bosses but at least from what i've played they didn't do a boss the first world ends with this like for example this massive um thing of penguins because this game has penguins as enemies how dare how dare penguins are not bad people um but they like combine into this massive rolling ball and i think it's like the best example of this game looks old like from a general design point of view like it's very beautiful colors and art direction or whatever else but like aesthetically and like the gameplay design it feels and looks old because that's what it's trying to be but when you've got like all these like hundreds of penguins combining into uh, an object and rolling at you and stuff, that's when you could be like, well, no, this is like definitely a new game because the amount of like objects 
come into contact on screen and stuff that that wouldn't be able to run that's that's more of modern technology so um i enjoyed it but yeah uh, i would suggest like checking out the video if you think it could be you um and then just over two shout outs jacob put up two more reviews for uh jsx jsaux content uh this week wireless speaker review if you want to read that one he gave it a nine out of ten he said it's really cool it's got a part on the top where you can like sit your uh, phone or your tablet i thought was pretty cool i'm like that's pretty nifty for like a, a desk speaker i thought um handy like a magsafe sort of thing on it as well so pretty cool um and then a review for a travel stand as well so that like locks into multiple places and whatever else um jsaux do fucking everything is what i'm discovering so um <laughs> check out the reviews for both of those up on the website or the show notes as well and finally, just want to go through some more Steam Next Fest games before we wrap up this week. So a few more demos I played that I haven't talked about. Um, I talked about a few, like four or five last week or whatever it was. So uh, let's go from least interesting to most favorite. Go that way. Uh, I played Tower Pets. So this is like a game in which... You get like, I don't know what the genre is. There is a genre, I'm sure, because there are games like this, but it's like you, you're trying to like defeat a certain amount of levels of this tower. The stage starts, you've got like 10 coins and there's like a randomized set of like pets you can buy and they have different abilities and stuff. You can only have like four slots in your team. You spend the gold, you buy pets or quote unquote pets. It may be like a zombie who do like one damage and have one armor or whatever. And then you click play and then they'll automatically battle against the team of other so it's an games. auto battler. It's an auto battler, and in between battles, you can sell, upgrade, buy like swords to make them do more. Um, the strategic element I was discovering as I kept playing and playing, and then I was like, "Fuck no, it's a demo. I got to stop." Um, was that you obviously need to sell to upgrade the further you go along, but then also placement of the units in your squad because some will be like if it uh, every time it sees. Uh, someone on your team die or get more attacks so obviously you want that one at the very back and then there's others will get bonuses for uh, at the front and then like you know all these sorts of things you want to like sort of the placement of your team and, and whatever else so i quite enjoyed it uh very simplistic art style and everything like that's part of another game that wasn't an auto battler or something but that was pretty cool uh, i played minami minami lane uh, this is a wholesome town not building kind of so you, you sort of you're, you're building shops and there's a story quote or like a level mode where it gives you like specific challenges and then in the full game there's going to be a, a more like just open i think do whatever you want like sandbox mode but the demo just lets you play like the challenge mode um and it'll be like you build a shop so you build a um uh uh i can't remember what you build you build like a, a fucking Oh my god, I'm mental blanking. Sushi shop. Sorry, like a sushi roll shop. Yeah, you build like a sushi show roll, and then you have to choose the ingredients, right? So it's like, okay, I want like one egg, uh, one this, you know, like the ingredients. Here's the cost. And then like choose your profit margin. And then you click run the day. Citizens come out of their town. They go by. Throughout the day, you can speed it up or slow it down. You can click on them and then hear their thoughts. And some may be like, I wish there was more rice in this. And you're like, you're just one person. So maybe not. And then you click on three other people. <laughs> and they're like, I wish there was more rice. You're like, fuck, maybe everyone in this town wants more rice in this. So I should probably put more rice in it. And then so you'll click on them. And they'll be like, this shit's overpriced. And yeah, same. So you sort of adjust until you reach a level where everyone's like, 
this is the perfectly priced, you know, like, and you're trying to make profit and whatever else and beat it in the, the right amount of time. Um, you can then add more houses to get more people. More people means more money, but more people means you also need to buy things like gardens to keep them happy or else it's just a bunch of shops and then you're clicking on them and they're just complaining about how it's a too many shops and whatever else. Um, each day there's like a little secret tanuki to find hidden around the level um, as, as shit plays out, so that's pretty cute. Um, that was fun. I, I liked it. It's like half-hour demo. I played it all the way through to the end. It was very cute, very wholesome. Just sat here clicking around doing that. That was pretty fun. Uh, then the Pacific Drive demo, pretty lengthy demo for this game that uh, showed up at a lot of pl uh, PlayStation State of Plays over the last twelve months. Probably one of the more featured games, I'd say, at, in the last twelve months of State well, of Plays. Well, they barely featured anything, so I mean. <laughs> that's true. Good point. Uh, but Pacific Drive is like, it is a car. Oh, it's a hard game to explain. It it's a car is, survival game. It's right? got, kinda it's got very specific lore about like the 50s or 60s where this major event happens in america and they like wall off this section of the city because like some weird shit happened in there that no one understands they're like fuck it we're just gonna wall it off anyway for whatever reason you you're at the start of the game you like drive in you get like sucked in you and your car just get sucked into this warp zone you get in there and these people on this radio are basically like Oh my God, someone, we haven't seen anyone for ages. How did you survive? That's wild. Um, and you sort of piece together a car, put it back together, and then slowly it introduces the core concept of the game, which is it's like a roguelike car game, uh, survival game. I don't know. It's very hard to explain. So you, you jump in your car, you go out into the like quote unquote zone, which is where like there's shit trying to kill you, like, fucking weird alien creatures that just like grab you with shit and like try and suck your car up and you're like fuck off i hate you um and then there's like other like i don't know like like shit that could acidy sort of shit there's a lot of weird shit happening in this game but you can so you can drive along you basically want to look for resources to build better shit for your car and for your base so like one of the earlier things you do in the demo as you head out into the zone, you need to like a build a hammer piece, and to get the hammer, you need to like source enough of this certain like crystals and stuff, and then you can get the hammer, and then that lets you uh, get over uh, go break other stuff. So, and I mean, this is the core thing. Whenever we talked about the game on Plat um, Platinum Explosion, was like how often do you get out of the car? You get out of the car quite a bit. Like you, you'll park the car, you'll run inside some caravans, like grab all the shit out of it. It's a lot, and resource management is literally like you've got a certain amount of resources on you that you can carry that's one thing then you get back to your car and you've got like storage space in your car and it does like the resident evil thing of like squares you know so like some some bigger items take up like four squares and whatever and have you so you gotta like you can only carry a certain amount of resources um you'll be able to uh, rebuild your car like healing it your engine will get fucked up you get like you drive for, you, this like imagine like a sweeping like cloud of fucked up shit just rotates around the map and you got to outrun that or else you'll die but now all of a sudden your car's just on fire and you're like i don't know what to do i like it is just <laughs> this game has a lot it's very cool it's just very hard to at least based on the the time i played to like pinpoint like what is the what type of gamer is this game for i don't know like it's it's like a ro roguelike car survival story narrative driven thing um it's very different I liked it. I thought it was pretty cool. Very dense at the start. Like you, you get overloaded nearly with a lot of um systems and information. But by the end of the demo, I was like, 
I was I felt comfortable. I was like, oh, I understand. I kind of get it now. I understand like the what what's happening, what's going. But at the start, they're like, do this and do this and bring up the menu and then craft this and you gotta look after your wheel. And then I'm like, wheel. When the fuck did I lose my wheel? And they're like, you know, it's like all these <laughs> things. So. Um, and then the last one I talk about, and this fucking banger of a demo. Never heard this game, but boy was I like, this was a Dylan ass Dylan game. So it's called Mullet Mad Jack, and it is. I, it is wild. It's also anime as fuck, which doesn't sound like a Dylan game, but I was like, it's got this, the wildest. So it's set in a world where like everyone's like AI now and like obsessed with views and shit. So your life, <laughs> this, it starts with this character, your mallet magic, right? You're super cool driving down your Ferrari, anime as fuck cutscene, and like, Come, you're driving down a highway, being all cool, and then this like show presenters like we're gonna like talk into this person, get them to play a game because everything is about games in the in the future or whatever. And you start, and they're like, you're gonna be on live TV now, and it's like they hack into your goggles or some shit, and then you've got to go stop this criminal. And they're like, oh, it's the princess is at the top of this tower, so they're like playing, but the princess is like some very anime looking girl, like oh my god, help me! And the bad guy is some like robos fuck dude. Anyway, the core comes with the game is you get in the tower. And then you've got 10 seconds of life. If you, if you, and you get more life by getting likes on the live stream and you get likes by the people viewing, by doing cool shit, by killing fucking people. And then they'll give you likes on the live stream. So the game's life is 10 seconds. So you start a level, you've got 10 seconds to get from this stage to the exit at the end of the door. And this is a first person shooter, right? And it is, I don't think I've played a game. And I played this demo right through to the end. Let's you do the first uh, two bosses, up to the first two bosses. There would be times where you're like, click, you sit there, you click go. And I'm like, I've got a shotgun, right? That's right click. I know I got a shotgun. I'm moving. You can slide. I can double jump. I can fucking kick dudes into spike poles on the wall. But because it all happens so fast, you literally just go, I don't know how my brain just comprehended like what I did. But you'll be like, I think I walked forward. I think I kicked a dude into a spike. I shotgunned that dude over there. I slid down a thing. Bang, bang, bang. Anyway, now I'm at the exit. I survived. Because you know you've only got 10 seconds. So you just have to fucking ham it through the stage. Like, if you miss a shot on a dude, maybe you hang back and, like, try and do it. Because if you kill someone, you get plus three seconds on your life. But then also, maybe it's best for you just... Like, if you miss, just fucking keep going. Like, you just got to get to the, the exit of that stage and, and, and move on. It feels so good. Like, it's super fast. FPS. It is just like level to level, and then between every uh, between every stage, you get like a random selection of three power ups. Um, if you die, this is so it's sort of like roguelike, I guess. Um, every time you beat a boss, you can pick a permanent power up, um, but otherwise you die in a stage like world one through to world one ten sort of thing as you're going up before before the boss fights. If you die, you go straight back down to one. You have to start again. Um, you lose the power ups you collected during that and they're randomized but it'll be that thing of like you go through you start with a pistol you get the first level you beat that maybe you've got the option to now pick the shotgun pick the shotgun because the shotgun's fucking bangers in this game so grab that then you go through you beat the second thing and then you're like man the shotgun i feel like i have to reload this weapon too much now i'm going to pick the power up there's power up there that says i'll have more um more rounds in my magazine probably go that so i have to spend less time fucking around reloading then they're like hey now i've got the double jump 
now I've got this other option where it's like it lets you slide for longer. I'm like, I love that shit because I'm gonna slide, I'm gonna slide between so many dudes and fucking kick, shoot them in the nuts. Shoot them in the nuts, that's awesome. Because I just beat level six, and one of the powers to let me pick is if I shoot someone in the nuts, I get plus one seconds on my life. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm gonna take that. Um, yeah, the game is awesome. I really, really enjoyed it. I can't wait to play the full thing. This is probably this is this one of those times where I played a demo, knew nothing about the game, and I would have happily just kept playing. I was like, where the fuck did this game come from? I've never heard this game. It's fucking ballistic great awesome banger soundtrack like you just start you click and yeah i don't know i just go watch some gameplay I've, i'll have gameplay up on youtube uh, slash explosion network after this from my my time playing it um, by the time you're listening to this so um check that out uh, if you don't want to play it yourself because the steam next first demos end today i think or tomorrow by the time you listen to this i think it's like either monday night or tuesday morning i guess yeah, it says 12 12 10 10 yeah. Ends February twelfth, ten AM Pacific. So yeah, there's still time. Tuesday, yeah. So I, I would highly and suggest. It's not like they're gonna pull all the demos off at the same time. No, and I don't know. It'll just be ones... more difficult to find. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. They might pull that one if they if they don't. I highly suggest playing it. It's fucking. It's good shit. It's, I mean, I've been loving. I've been playing a lot of these the, the, for a fair bit of time to these Steam Next Fest demos, and I tweeted out something which just like because there was a moment like where everyone's like tweeting about like Final Fantasy demo, like how awesome. I'm like, it kind of sucks that like that did drop. And there's like all these awesome games that people could be checking out over here on the, the Steam Next Fest stuff, but them's be the breaks, I guess. I don't know. Sucks. I just quickly shout out to that I've actually played. Oh, you played some? I didn't know if you played some. I played, yes. So I played uh, Rotwell, Rotwood, oh, uh, which is yep. yeah, which is the new game from the people who made Don't Starve and Mark of the Ninja. It's a hack and slash dungeon crawler. It feels like Cotler Lamb, except without all the culty elements to it uh you play like a hunter who's crash landed in the forest with all these friends uh, and you have to fight through a bunch of dungeons cool uh, very cool art style it plays like this the cult of lamb style games uh feels pretty good uh cool designs yeah the art style is probably the thing that kind of sets it apart from those other things but uh yeah that's definitely worth checking out uh and then the other one i played and was surprised by how much time i put into it uh was uh backpack uh backpack battles so it's an auto battler where you go you're versing other people um you go to a store and you like put items into your backpack and then it just auto battles based on what stuff you fit into your backpack uh but then there's also the elements of like so if you put if you have certain things in your backpack like next to each other they'll merge during the next battle um, and become like a more powerful weapon. So there's like a bunch of other recipes and stuff to discover. And then there's like kind of like a lot of the other auto battlers in the genre. It's like choosing which tactic you're going to have. Are you going to put all your effort into trying doing as much spike damage or poison damage or vampire damage or all these different so- sorts of things uh, or putting a bunch of stuff into getting trying to get as lucky as possible. Um, really interestingly, in depth, you're trying to earn as many trophies as you can or as many trophies. wins as you can. What? it's trophies um but you've only got like five lives so it's trying to get as many wins as you can off those five lives so yeah surprisingly addictive um i was about to wrap up showing off that but then i just remembered there was one i forgot to write down i played the full remember the uh, diets and dignities from pax yes where i was like obsessed with trying to beat that really hard level and couldn't do it anyway so they got a demo right now so i played that fucking awesome lot I can play. I can play it a lot better when you actually have headphones on, and you can sort of. Um, <laughs> and there isn't a people watching you do yeah, it. Yeah, because because obviously you just 
you get in time with the, get the, zone. the, the, the song and everything. But played that, the demo like starts, I think, from the start of the game properly. So this is an Australian game from like 12 people, I think, who have never made games before. So it's really, really cool. But um, it's about these like, I guess, oh God, yeah, these of like cuisine of different cultures yep. and stuff and like the stories around how they're like being like sort of that's getting like disappearing in the world as like more and more food like we lose the culture of different um well we lose the fact of different cultures as all been like a robot's a bad guy you know and it's like talking about like he's sort of just killing off the 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 basically the gods of food so different areas around the world and stuff like that and you do battles and the battles are music driven segments so good. I loved it. I think it was really good. I mean, the story stuff where you're walking around talking, talking to characters, sort of very, very basic. It's it's fine. But when you're actually getting into playing the songs, I think all the songs which are original and sound like the first level is very um, Aboriginal inspired uh, mm-hmm. music and a uh, cuisine and character and whatever. Um, that like awesome, like combination, very well-produced songs that just you feel the rhythm and um i mean it's like full-on like didgeridoo with like heavy bass and shit like that i'm like yeah that's fucking let, let's go this is pretty cool um and anyway, it's pretty basic rhythm stuff where it's just your character at the bottom of the screen but i don't remember this at pax or not but one little detail they've added that i love is because you're like doing battle by cooking is like what's happening is that like the character starts and she's having um She'll just be, I think she just starts holding a, um, like a, a rolling pin. And then as you like progress through the song, you just like either tap left or right on the, the, the keyboard or, um, I was playing on the controller, just like tap the L1 or R1 sort of like to, to rotate left or right across the, the thing. And obviously just, it's a pretty basic rhythm thing where you just got to hit the notes and dodge the, the bad icons so they'll, like, hurt your health but as you go along and you you can you can tell you're getting closer to finishing the song because the rolling pan suddenly becomes like a a pot and then it suddenly becomes like a it's a fry pan and now she's like hitting it around like rotating ingredients and then in the last section it's sort of like a, a covered dish so you, like it's it such a subtle detail but i thought it was really really cool um that i think let you do like six chapters or six songs or something like that it was quite a lot um to check out in the the demo so for that so that's really really good i like that at pax but i think being able to sit down and play that in my own home uh, where it was mm. quiet and i could just have the music loud and just zone out to that game was really really cool as well so i that's not one i'd highly suggest checking out so yeah lots of aussie games on there actually you know yes i've downloaded some builder um i'm playing that we love to pax yeah yeah what have i just before we wrap up what else have i got in here server notes Yep. Spelly Cart, Crypt Master, Dungeon Heart, Grist. I think these are all Australian, New Zealand ones. Uh, Abiotic Factory, uh, Small Town Emo, Bears and Space Demo, which some played. Um, probably some more that I've missed, but they're the ones just sitting in front of me here. So, um, yeah, lots of cool stuff to check out if you can find the time. All right, thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Arcade Couch. Um, maybe talk about a couple more demos next week. I don't know. Three weeks of Steam ne- Next Week's demos. I don't know what, honestly, if, you, if you're like, man, Dylan, stop talking about this fucking Steam Next Week. Like, these games are cool. <laughs> these games are very, very cool. I'm sorry, but they're very, very cool games. I got to fucking, like, I'm super excited. Like, there's, I'm playing these, playing these games gets me more excited about games and fucking whatever Xbox events coming out. Um, check all that out. Check out the website, explosionnetwork.com, of course. Uh, follow socials, join the Discord, explosionnetwork.com slash Discord, explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter takes you to our X page. That makes sense. If you want to support the website and or this podcast, explosionnetwork.com slash support takes you to our Kofi page. And until next week, same time, same couch. Goodbye. Boy. But it is funny that all the Xbox stuff is on a PlayStation.